this week on Moms Moving On. I couldn't solve the problem. And it goes back to that whole thing, like you can't fix what you didn't break. And that's what was just so frustrating for me because I had basically no control over my life. I think it's really important to know you don't know what you don't know. And as time goes on and your family evolves and people get comfortable, it can get really hard and stressful situations are going to come up. So that would be my my big piece of advice is just to have an open mind about what may happen and be prepared for that. But don't go all in and try to do all the things to show that you're the perfect stepmom and that, you know, you can maybe one-up the ex and have these great memories. I put so much pressure on myself to be that perfect parent. And it made me crazy. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another episode of Moms Moving On, the first of 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. I am so excited to be back with you today with a brand new focus on this year. In this episode, we are not talking about divorce. We're talking about something that comes after, something that many of us have already found to uh, become a part of, and that is step parenting. And we have none other than Jamie Scrimger with us today. She is a life coach, a digital content creator, the host of the Jamie Scrimger podcast, and the creator of the exclusive stepmom community. She is bringing stepmoming to the surface with all of its truth and its ugliness and its beauty and helping guide moms on how to do that in a way that makes a difference for them and makes their lives easier in the process. Jamie, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. Thank you. That was a great introduction. I I think that you should be writing my elevator pitch. Like you can introduce me better than I can. Thank you. Happy to, happy to. Well, I'm excited you're here because I was on your podcast a little while back and, you know, there are not many women who are really shedding light on stepmoming and what it means, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But before we get into that, I want to hear a little bit about your story and what led you into the stepmom role that you're in now. Yeah. Oh, what a story. Okay. So... I was 26 years old when I started dating my husband and, uh, it was really just kind of one of those fairy tale all in situations. He had three kids. I knew he had three kids and I was like, you know what? That's no big deal. I was a child of divorce. My, um, Basically, I used to get rid of my dad's girlfriends for sport. So I had some experience profession- personally just dealing with, you know, step family dynamics. And I was like, well, I won't be like my dad's girlfriends were to me. And it's also, you know, in child protection, background in psychology, all of that. So, you know, professionally, I was dealing with custody and access and step families just every single day. So I thought it would be no big deal. So we went all in. We got basically married very, very quickly. He is 13 years older than me. So we were just kind of like, okay, well, if we want to do this, we're going to do this. Cause we knew that we wanted to have a baby together. So I am all of a sudden within a year, a stepmom to three and pregnant wow. and 
you know, I thought I knew what I was signing up for. I really thought it was going to be easy. And, uh, well, it wasn't. And I realized very quickly that being an expert on the outside and living it in real life was just two very different things. So basically what happened was I found myself on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, strongly thinking about getting in the car and driving far away and not coming back. And, um, you know, I went to the internet for support, you know, you Google, you're struggling, you just kind of Google whatever you can about your situation. And I was just really disappointed. There was just a lot of bitching and complaining and stepmom rants and ex-wife bashing. And I just was really disappointed with the type of support because I I didn't know much, but I knew that wasn't going to help anything. So, you know, it's just kind of that night I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I did a lot of work on myself and a lot of work on my family. And uh, ultimately I just ended up deciding to create the type of support that I was looking for. So I started blogging and started writing about it. I really didn't think anyone was going to read it. I had a blog when I was in university, just about random things in life. So I just thought it was going to be like an outlet for me. And all of a sudden I had women from all over. I had no idea how they even found me messaging me about my blog. And um, that's kind of how it started and started creating digital resources and starting the podcast. And it's just kind of blossomed from there. I mean, I feel like our stories are exactly the same. I created what I created out of sheer need of like not finding it. Right. And, and the same thing, it was like all of this bashing on all of these like single mom sites and divorce websites. And I was like, what is happening here? But aside from all of that, you should be so proud of what you've done and created. I want to go back to that bathroom floor moment. What brought you to tears on the bathroom floor? Oh, I, you know, as a stepmom, you really don't have any control over your life. And I think that's, what's really frustrating. You just feel like everything is based on a custody schedule or, you know, dealing with the kids and the kids have been raised in ways that maybe you aren't totally aligned with. That's really, really frustrating. And then you can just get blindsided. Like at any time of the day, you can get blindsided by something that has happened with the ex and the you know, I'm a doer. I'm a problem solver. I'm like, okay, what's the problem? How are we going to solve it? Let's move on. And I'm also a pretty big control freak. So that was really challenging because when things would come up with the ex, you know, we're dealing with, you know, child support stuff or scheduling stuff or just stupid little things because nothing simple when you're co-parenting, I couldn't solve the problem. There was nothing I could do about it. Right. And it goes back to that whole thing. Like you can't fix what you didn't break. And that's what was just so frustrating for me because I had basically no control over my life. And I think that's probably, that's what got me down there. (laughs) There might've been some wine. I can relate so much. I'm a stepmom to one. I have a beautiful teenage stepdaughter and the beauty in, in stepmomming is, is very often like overrun by the complexities. And for me, it's also the lack of control. I, it makes me insane. Like I do everything I can to keep my own co-parenting schedule, like on point and clear and let my husband know, you know, when I have Bella, when I don't, what the plan's going to be. And it's not always the same on the other side. And it drives me up a wall, but it's one of those like you can't control what you can't control things. And it's the hardest pill to swallow sometimes. So I can totally relate. But you mentioned like X, a little bit of X drama. And I don't expect you to delve into that because I wouldn't either. Although I know it's present and it's inevitable in every step parenting situation. But how do you recommend 
keeping the ash drama out of your blended family and the relationship with your stepkids? Like, what is the way to quiet that noise? Well, I don't think you can necessarily quiet the noise for you, but I think that you really need to shield the kids from it because it's not their problem. Right. And I, it, it is not their problem. It is not their fault that their parents didn't stay married. It is not their fault that there is conflict in a co-parenting relationship. And by and large, we do have a fairly good co-parenting relationship. Like obviously there's hiccups here and there and, and stressful situations, but you got to keep the kids out of it no matter what, because it's not their problem. So I think for us, it's just really about having those conversations behind closed doors. And, you know, here's the thing. I think there's a lot of talk about stepmoms and moms like, okay, so how do you guys work together? How do you communicate? You know, you should be able to be friends and, you know, two women are two strong women for these kids. It's better than one vice versa, whatever. Right. But that's not always possible. That is not always possible. And here's the thing you can, you know, I think what's been really difficult for me is just mourning the co-parenting relationship that I really wanted to have. I would love to be one of those families with the jerseys at the soccer field or like the hockey arena and, you know, can sit down and have wine and all of that. And no, you know, it is what it is, but that's just not our situation. So I think it's also important if you don't have a strong relationship with the ex, you still have to be able to communicate here and there when you need to. And so my biggest piece of advice there is just to have that communication piece where you don't share your opinion, like try not to get into her, into it with her if there are issues. And that doesn't always happen. Um, I've definitely not taken my own advice there, but that's my biggest piece of advice is just keep it to like a business relationship and communicate based communicate the way that you would probably communicate with like an, a boss that you can't stand or a coworker that you have to communicate with, but you just aren't totally aligned with. Just, just keep it very business-like. Totally. I, I've in more occasions than not, I've had to like really grin and bear it and um, take a step back. And like you said, it is really hard to follow your own advice there when you're in it and you're emotionally connected to the situation. But at the end of the day, I think the most helpful piece for me is reminding myself that like, if there is saltiness on the other side, it's only because you're in the place that this person was once in. And the saltiness is probably not personally directed towards you, even though it feels like it, right? That said, this is where like all of the growth and lessons have come for me, but I'm wondering what have, what have been some of the most valuable lessons and experience of step parenting for you? Oh, I have learned to shut my mouth. That <laughs> has been my biggest biggest lesson. And, you know, at the very beginning, there were times where there would be conflict and my, you know, my partner and his ex would be going back and forth trying to do things. And I would kind of like chime in and write this big email and like, we need to do this, but you need to consider that. And, you know, I, I really learned to shut up um, and stay out of it as much as possible. I, I still, you know, sometimes I do think there's times when you just need to, you do get involved in a productive way, but that just thinking like playing the long game, right? Playing the long game has been huge for me, picking my battles and, you know, just accepting that two different people can experience the same situation in, in very, very different ways. And just acknowledging that. So I always say, you know, being a stepmom is definitely character building. Um, there's a lot of life lessons that come with it. And I'm grateful for all of the struggles because it's definitely shaped me into the person that I am today. Like I've had to learn a lot of lessons and um, some of them I, I learned the hard way, but you know, the other thing, empathy, 
empathy is really, really important. And just putting yourself in someone else's shoes. I think you really hit the nail on the head there when you said it's not about you. Sometimes it's not about you. It's about what you represent as the stepmom. And I think it's also important to recognize that everyone is on a different path when it comes to their growth and their acceptance and just where they're at and processing just the extra stress in their life. Yeah. It's taken me like a lot of therapy and a lot of late night conversations with my husband to get to the place where I take some of the, what feel like attacks less personally for sure. And I think for me, it's been just like, I'm not a patient person. I'm like you, I'm in control. I want what I want when I want it. I want something, I go after it. So learning the art of patience from co-parenting my own child with my ex and, and dealing with um, my husband's ex-wife that, you know, that is the greatest gift this has all given me, but you know, it's, it is different for everybody. And I think in our position, it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that like there was pain there for sure. And there's a whole history there that we know nothing about. And sometimes I get so frustrated, like, you know, with the fact that there is a history there, but there's nothing I can do and about that. Right. Like all I can do is take what I have now and, and make it good moving forward. Yeah, for sure. My husband and I did a exclusive podcast in my um, membership group and we were talking about how it's really just about getting to the point where you just accept that there's so much you can't control and you accept that you can't really decide how this relationship turns out and you can't control someone else's perspective and it's going to be hard. And you're, the problems that you're dealing with now are probably problems that you're going to have to deal with for years to come and just almost surrendering to that. And I think when you get to the point where you're just like, you know what, this is my life. This is, these are my struggles. How am I going to live a good life amongst these challenges? That's where everything really changes and just accepting. And I'm not saying that to put down any ex-wife or any, like there's, there's ex-wives who are really difficult to deal with. There are stepmoms who are difficult to deal with. There's like the dynamics of these relationships are just complicated and there really is no one size fits all approach. But when you just surrender to all of the extra stress, it actually feels really good because you just let it go. Yeah. I really came to that point. I think, um, co-parenting and stepmoming during COVID where it was just, it went from like, we had finally found our flow to just really muddy and just, it it was time for me to just be like, you know what, let go and let live because I, I'm not going to make myself nuts over this. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing when you're going crazy, trying to control things, or you're wanting, you know, the ex to parent the way that you guys parent, because you think it's the best way, or even when it came to COVID, like just online school and social distancing and just all of these different stressors stepmoms were going crazy. Like I can say that in my community, like I have never been busier when it comes to supporting women because everyone was going insane during this time. But I think, you know, there's a less, there's so many lessons in COVID. And I think there were a lot of lessons for people in co-parenting relationships. It just kind of brought us back to, okay, again, you just got to surrender. Surrender and just focus on what matters most. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. Hey guys, Michelle here. I hope you are loving this episode as much as I am. We'll be back with more, but first, a word from our sponsor. Divorce is never easy, and when children are in the picture, it can be extra tricky, especially when communicating with your ex is a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. 
Fair is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. Fair helps eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. In the long run, creating a loving environment for your kids. Here's what you can do on the Fair app. There's a time-sharing calendar to track custody, exchange days, and never forget those special events. Documentable text messaging. And an expense tracker so both parents can add and monitor expenses, track receipts, and add notes. GPS check-in, that's a court-verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS-verified locations. A monthly parenting report to download with your details. A private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. A file vault to keep your records, photos, and documents organized and in one place. The opportunity to export all of your records into a convenient, time-and-date-stamped PDF when you need documentation for legal matters. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. FAIR allows you to experience co-parenting in a totally new way. Simply, inexpensively, transparently, and fairly. Lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent you can be. Be F-A-Y-R, FAIR. Subscribe at BeFAIR.com. That's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. And then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. Go to FAIR.com for more details. Don't forget to use the code MICHELLE to save 20% off the cost of the app. Now, one of the things that I deal with personally, and I see with a lot of my clients and friends is in every stepmom situation, there's always one of the women who wants a relationship much more than the other. Sometimes it's a stepmom. Sometimes it's not the stepmom. Sometimes the bio mom is, is, you know, open arms, ready to accept this new woman. And the stepmom is standoffish and defensive, whatever the case is. In some way, like you mentioned earlier, you have to just form some sort of connection with the other mom in order to take the pressure off the children. You mentioned, you know, having it be like a a business relationship, but what are some ways that you've tried to like extend an olive branch that you would recommend to listeners um, that isn't too, you know, hey, let's sit, sit together and braid each other's hair, but also says, you know, I'm here if you need me. Yeah. It's interesting because our relationship has definitely ebbed and flowed over the years. Like there have been times when we've been at a hockey tournament and we've had wine. There was times when we went out on, you know, there was a bunch of girls who were kind of mutual friends and we ended up out for dinner together. Um, But then there's times where it's like, I'm not talking to you because I don't want, like, you know, it's really, there's times when it's really good and there's times when it's really um, stressful. And So I think my advice is really to know your situation and you can't look at other people's relationships with the ex and, and think that you're going to mirror that because there's different personalities and there's so many different contributing factors, but I would just say, you know, put it out there, just say, Hey, um, you know, I guess, you know, you don't need to say, Hey, like, let's go meet for coffee. Let's do this. Like you don't want to come on too strong, but just show that you there's some sort of alliance. So, you know, for instance, if you're dealing with something like, you know, face cleanser for the teens or just like little parenting tips, reaching out to the mom and saying, Hey, I'm kind of like wondering, how do you do this at your house? Like, giving her the mom power, right? Yeah. Saying like, you're the mom. How are you navigating this? Like, just so you can mirror that maybe in your own house or just get some tips and strategies. I think sometimes stepmoms are trying to one up the mom and it's almost like a competition. It's like, oh, well, we get the better face cleanser here. Or we have the better clothes here, or we have better structure and routine here. 
that's cool. Great. That's fine. It's not a competition. You guys are just raising kids together. So it's like, okay, how can you try to show that you're here to parent like a team? Because if you're into that competition thing, you're, it's just, honestly, it's going to backfire and it's going to make you crazy. Yeah. And it's not nice. I mean, I, I like you, I'm a child of divorce and I remember my stepmom coming into the picture and I constantly, even though I was like eight or nine years old, I felt like she was actively trying to buy my love. So she would like take me shopping and take me to all these places. And, you know, there were no cell phones then. So it wasn't like she was checking in with my mom, like, Hey, can I buy Michelle this sequin jacket or whatever ridiculous thing she was buying me. And that stayed with me when I met my husband's daughter for the first time. Like I was so sensitive to having been the child of that and watching my mom suffer that I've always made it a point to say, Hey, I'm at the mall, you know, with Jolie, she wants to get this. Is that cool? Or I have a nail appointment. She wants to come. Are you okay with that? Like I've always let her know, even though she's shut me down in in the terms of like going for coffee and whatever, I've always let her know, like, I get it. You don't want to be my friend, but I also respect that you're the mom first and in no way, shape or form am I trying to take that from you. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, even sending a quick message, we did this in COVID, I would say, Hey, what's your screen time situation over there? How are you navigating this? Or is this happening at your house? Um, just to even normalize the experience too, because I think sometimes we take things personally, or we think that maybe the kids are only, you're only struggling with something at your home or, or vice versa. Right. So just even trying to get aligned based on that same experience with the kids is also really a really good way to just to develop that relationship. And so, you know, that she's experiencing kind of some similar things. And then she knows that you're there and you're on the same team, even though you're not talking about anything personal and in, in developing that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like once you take the pressure off, you know, this picturesque ideal Instagram worthy relationship in any co-parenting situation, whether it's with your co-parent, with your ex or with his ex, then it, it just flows a little better when there's no pressure or expectations. So that being said, what advice would you have for anyone currently stepping into a stepmom role? I feel like it's a fully loaded question. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Bite your tongue Actually, now. I'm not totally joking. Um, I think you need to recognize that this is going to be really, really hard. And at the very beginning, you often have this fairy tale perception on how life is going to be like. And I had this conversation with Brenda from Stepmom Magazine. She's a publisher of Stepmom Magazine. And I remember when I was first a stepmom, I was all in, everything was perfect. I was trying so hard to be that perfect stepmom and to show that things were great. And, you know, I was, things were great because we were in that honeymoon stage, but I was also in this, I was looking at things with the rose colored glasses for sure. And I think it's really important to know you don't know what you don't know. And as time goes on and your family evolves and people get comfortable, it can get really hard and stressful situations are going to come up. So that would be my, my big piece of advice is just to have an open mind about what may happen and be prepared for that. But, you know, in terms of just your involvement with the kids, don't go all in and try to do all the things to show that you're the perfect stepmom and that, you know, you can maybe one up the X and have these great memories. I put so much pressure on myself to be that perfect parent. And it made me crazy because after a while I realized I wasn't getting that 
feedback or that reciprocity that I, I wanted, that motherly, you know, relationship mm-hmm. that I expected mm-hmm. to develop. Yeah. I and then you get resentful. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, there's literally no one way to co-parent, uh, to step parent. And like you said, like when there is no reciprocity, it's going to hurt if you're giving it 400%, just be you go into it, not expecting these kids to swoon over you. Just do the best you can for the family and, and, and that'll shine through eventually for sure. Yeah. And take your cues from the kids too, right? I think it's really important to pay attention to what they're putting out there. So if they are just loving you and you feel that connection, you're like, Hey, let's go do this together. Let's do that together. But if you can tell, like you, you can tell the vibe of a room when you come in, pay attention to that. Because I think it's really important to remember that kids are still processing all of the things that are going on in their life. And you maybe trigger them. It may be difficult for them to see their dad moving on. It may be difficult for them to worry about their mom who's maybe alone right now. Like there's so much going on in these kids' heads. And we talk a lot about how kids are so resilient and, you know, they need to be respectful and you need to be able to move on and like all of these things, 100%. However, this is hard for them and it puts a lot of pressure and conflicting feelings on them, especially if they're feeling that pressure from their mom at home about this new relationship with the stepmom. So I would just really tread lightly and take your cues from them. You don't need to go all in. You don't need to, you know, just, just, yeah, ease in, just ease in and stop trying to be so perfect. Cause as soon as you dance. let go of that. Yeah. It's a constant dance between like doing the right thing and you know, not wanting to piss anyone off on the other side, but then also wanting to just live your life the way you want to live it with these kids. I'm, I'm so with you on this. This is why I'm so happy you started the exclusive stepmom community. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about it? Yeah. So I, I think it's a couple of years ago now I started a membership space for stepmoms. And it was basically because I was getting stepmoms reach out to me and they're saying, Hey, I would love to comment on your Facebook post, but I don't want it to show up on my mother-in-law's newsfeed. Or, you know, I want to have these conversations, but I, I don't want anyone to know that I'm feeling this way. Cause there's still very much the stigma about being a stepmom, right? And it's, yeah. you know, moms online are encouraged to keep it real and say all the things, but stepmoms are not given that same grace. And uh, so I created a platform for stepmoms. We have exclusive interviews with experts. We have a private forum off of social media where stepmoms can come get support from me and ask for advice and connect with each other. And there are live calls. I just released in a digital magazine in the community as well. So we just have a lot of raw and real next level conversations. Yeah, my husband actually pipes in here and there and uh, shares his perspective So it's this place off of social media where stepmoms who don't necessarily want to do full-on coaching can come for support at a price point that doesn't make them feel like they need to be in it all the time to get, to, to make it worth it. Right. Like it's just a place where you can go when things are feeling heavy. I love that. And I think that's so important. It's, you know, very much aligned with my beliefs of my own community, like people need support at any level. And and the fact that you can give it to them in this way, you know, with something that I don't think is really understood that we need support with, right? Like you don't think about step parenting support until you're in the situation and you're like, shit, how do I handle this? So I think it's great what you're doing. I love that we've connected. Um, And I love the advice you give, especially on social media. It's just so like spot on. 
Do you have, you share a lot of good nuggets. Do you have a favorite quote you can share with our listeners? Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about that. I think, I think it's do no harm, but take no shit. And I don't know who said that or where that came from. I just actually posted it over on my Instagram, but and I shared it, you know, I think, I it. yeah, you know, I think it's really important I, to remember you get to decide how you allow people to treat you. And I often hear stepmoms say, well, they're not accepting my boundaries or they're not respecting my boundaries. That's okay. The only person who needs to be okay with your boundaries are you right? You get to decide how you allow people to treat you. You get to decide how you engage with people. You get to decide what you, what you take and what you don't take. And you can set those boundaries and be a strong person without harming anyone else or without hurting anyone else. So you can find that balance. And I think that's, what's really important to, to just know, especially when you're co-parenting or in a step mom. That is the absolute truth, my friend. I love that that was the quote you shared. It's so poignant and it, and it applies to everything in your life, really. But, you know, if you're dealing, if you're a step parent and you're dealing with your husband's ex or your, your wife's ex who is not all that accepting, the best you can do is the best you can do without trying to harm anyone and just get through it. You're never going to please everybody. You are not a bag of chips. Um, <laughs> you know what the other one is really good. It's sometimes silence is the best last word. You don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. You Girlfriends will all often I reach would. out and it's like, don't freaking respond to that. Like, oh, the ex-wife says that I need to be doing this. Well, I, she's not the boss of you or, you know, this is what they're trying to, they're saying this, or just trying to decide how we're running things in our house. Then don't let them. Right. Like it's boundaries, boundaries. You get to decide what you let into your life. Like you are the boss of your own life. So just make sure you don't lose that control. Cause I think that's really important. And that'll actually improve all the relationships that you have with your family and your, you know, partner and your friends. It will, it will go a really long way once you get really clear on those boundaries. Yeah. That is solid advice. This is why I had to have you on Jamie. Thank you for being here. Where can everybody find you if they have more questions? or if they're interested in listening to your podcast, joining the community. Yeah. So everything's over on www.jamiescrimger.com. Um, obviously I'll, you can link that at S C R I M G E O U R. It's kind of a crazy last name, but yeah. So I have my exclusive community over there, my coaching, um, my ebook, and you can, all my socials are at Jamie Scrimger as well. So yeah, I would love to connect with you guys. If you're a stepmom or if you know a stepmom, send them to our community because it's really cool. We have women from all over the world. So I think, you know, it's just such a great place to connect. It actually supports me just as much as I think it supports everyone else. I love it. I, I, I find the same thing. Everyone that I connect with through my community, it's like, I'm learning something too. And I'm able to apply that in my work individually with women and in my own way. Like you said, it's hard to follow your own advice. Sometimes I remind myself, like, what would I tell my client or what have I learned from this person in my community that happens to handle situations well? So that's right. We get what we give ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy you were here. I hope you're having a great start to your new year. Stay in touch and join us again next time for another mom's moving on. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. 
Thanks. Stay strong. 